Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Father God, just be with us. Tonight, this just in. For the first time, we see the body cam video from the shooting at Joel Osteen's megachurch. The new footage showing the heroic actions by off-duty officers. As we learn, the seven-year-old shot is still fighting for his life. I need EMS ASAP. The CBS Evening News starts now. Good evening. I'm Nora O'Donnell, and thank you for being with us. We are following a number of developing stories, but we do want to begin tonight with that breaking news and that first look at the shocking body cam video from the shooting at celebrity pastor Joel Osteen's Houston church. The disturbing video shows people, including children, running from gunfire as heroic officers ran towards the gunshots. The audio is startling. You can hear the barrage echoing off the walls and ceiling of the nearly 17,000-seat megachurch. Two off-duty police officers were working security at the church when the shooting began. They killed the 36-year-old woman who was armed with an assault-style rifle. Her 7-year-old son, who she brought with her onto the scene, remains in critical condition with the gunshot wound to the head. CBS's Janet Chamlin will start us off tonight from Houston. Tonight we are hearing for the first time the sounds of terror inside a place of worship. Explosions of gunfire as a woman threatens authorities inside Houston's Lakewood Church. Houston police releasing body cam video of off-duty law enforcement officers who ran into the face of danger two weeks ago, taking down the woman who came into the church with a rifle and her seven-year-old son. She was killed. He was shot in the head. 
but the danger remains. Shooter is down. Looks like she has something strapped on, on her chest. We need, we need, we need a bomb squad. Officials say they decided to release these videos for transparency. It is important to note that we are in the very early stages of the investigation and we continue to review additional evidence as it is collected and analyzed. I need a medic. I have one male conscious and breathing. You got shot in the head. But one thing already stands out. Amid the horror, there was humanity. This officer trying to comfort the badly wounded seven-year-old with chaos all around. Tonight, that boy is still fighting for his life. Two weeks after the shooting here at Houston's Lakewood Church, authorities have not confirmed whether he was struck by gunfire from the security officers who responded, saying it remains an active investigation. Nora. It's difficult to hear all that. Janet Chamlin, thank you. Well, tonight, Manhattan's top prosecutor is asking a judge to prevent former President Donald Trump from intimidating witnesses ahead of his criminal trial related to his hush money payments to a former porn star. Trump's attorneys are calling this election interference. CBS's Scott McFarland reports. With less than a month from the start of the first ever criminal trial of a former president, the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg wants the defendant gagged. Bragg has charged Donald Trump with making illegal hush money payments to adult film star Stormy Daniels. He cited Trump's long-standing, perhaps singular, history of attacking people and wants the former president barred from commenting about jurors, witnesses, court staff, and Bragg's staff. It's election interference at the highest level. Bragg cited hundreds of threats made to his office related to Trump's public attacks against him, one of the most notable being a letter sent with a small amount of white powder and a note saying, Alvin... I'm going to kill you. Meanwhile, in Los Angeles, a former FBI informant, Alexander Smirnov, accused of smearing Trump's likely 2024 rival, appeared in Los Angeles court with his hands shackled and wearing a prison jumpsuit. Federal Judge Otis Wright ordered him jailed pending trial, saying he's a risk to flee the country. Prosecutors made the request, arguing Smirnov has access to $6 million, dual citizenship in the U.S. and Israel, and contacts with foreign intelligence agencies that could help him flee. Smirnov's attorneys plan to appeal. It's our intention to seek relief uh, in the Ninth Circuit. He's charged with making false statements to FBI agents, including that executives from Ukrainian energy firm Burisma paid President Biden and his son Hunter $5 million each. Republicans probing the Biden family's finances as part of the impeachment inquiry frequently cited Smirnov's claims. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. President Biden said the impeachment probe should be dropped, given Smirnov's indictment. He is lying, and it should be dropped, and it's just been been an outrageous effort from the beginning. But Republicans will plow ahead with their impeachment inquiry. They question Hunter Biden here Wednesday in an all-day closed-door deposition. Democrats say it's just a political effort to boost Donald Trump. Nora. Scott McFarland, thank you. I want to turn now to this breaking news. The White House says President Biden will be making his first trip to the southern border in more than a year, with the migrant crisis being one of his biggest problems heading into the election. And former President Donald Trump is heading to the border on the very same day, this Thursday. CBS Z O'Keefe reports tonight from the battleground state of Michigan ahead of tomorrow's primary. Hello! Nikki Haley's latest primary defeat in South Carolina hasn't changed her mission on the campaign trail. Today in Michigan, 
convincing Republicans they can't afford to renominate Donald Trump. He's not watching out for America. He's watching out for himself. Exit polls showed more than 30 percent of South Carolina's Republican voters would be dissatisfied if Trump became the nominee. Haley tells us that should be a warning. When you look back at results from over the weekend in South Carolina, what is your big takeaway? Donald Trump did not get 40 percent of the vote. And that's the same thing that happened in Iowa. That's the same thing that happened in New Hampshire. And that should be a red flag for Republicans everywhere. Haley also blasted Trump's takeover of the Republican National Committee. Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel announced she's stepping down, forced out by the former president, to make way for Trump's daughter-in-law and another ally to lead the party. Some RNC members are now concerned the committee may have to foot the president's legal bills. You've got Donald Trump using the Republican Party as his playpen and now going to take the Republican Party to be his legal slush fund. That is a sinking ship for Republicans. Haley has promised to stay in the race through Super Tuesday when voters in 15 states go to the polls. But a key finance source is drying up. Americans for Prosperity Action, backed by the billionaire Koch brothers, says it'll no longer spend millions to help Haley because it doesn't think she has a path to victory after the loss in South Carolina. Trump, meanwhile, is under fire for saying this weekend that his indictments and mugshots boosted his appeal among African-American voters. The mugshot, we've all seen the mugshot. And you know who embraced it more than anybody else? The black population. Black people are so much on my side now because they see what's happening to me happens to them. And Ed joins us now. We should also note President Biden is on the ballot tomorrow there in Michigan for the Democratic primary, though he doesn't face a serious challenge. But why are people watching it so closely, Ed? Yeah, Nora, the Biden campaign tonight is concerned about this state's large Arab and Muslim American populations angered over the president's stance on the Israel-Hamas war. So progressives here are urging voters tomorrow to vote uncommitted. It's a version of none of the above instead of for the president to register their opposition to his war stance. The Biden campaign acknowledges the criticism, but says any vote against the president in this battleground state this fall could be a, it could mean Donald Trump back in the White House. Nora. Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Tonight, there's anguish and anger in the small college town of Athens, Georgia, following the murder of a 22-year-old nursing student. Police are calling the tragic death a crime of opportunity. CBS's Mark Strassman reports now the suspect's immigration status has the governor blaming the White House for the woman's death. Campus is really heavy right now. We're all heartbroken. Heartbreak that goes with senselessness. That's what's striking here to hundreds of people gathering at this remembrance and to anyone who has heard the story of Lake and Riley's murder. She was devoted to making this world a better place, and we have no doubt that she would have been an incredible nurse. In Athens, Georgia, your classic college town, the nursing student, just 22, was killed while running alone. Police found Riley's body behind this lake, a popular jogging trail, dead from blunt force trauma. Behind bars, 26-year-old Jose Ibarra, charged with her murder. And to many Americans, Ibarra has also become the new face of illegal immigration. Lakin's death is a direct result of failed policies on the federal level and an unwillingness by this White House to secure the southern border. ICE says the 26-year-old Venezuelan native illegally crossed the U.S. southern border in September of 2022. He was processed there and released. Now Athens police have him in custody, also struck by the senselessness. He did not know her at all. Um, I think this was a crime of opportunity. 
This college community is grateful for a quick arrest. But like her fellow nursing students, the grief will linger for anyone in Lake and Riley's world. You think of it as the perfect college town, and now it kind of feels like that bubble is almost busted. On the family's GoFundMe page, they said Lakin was an amazing daughter, sister, and friend, adding, she'll be missed every day. Nora? It is so heartbreaking. Mark Strassman, thank you so much. With Russia's war in Ukraine hitting a grim new milestone over the weekend, President Vladimir Zelensky is warning if Congress fails to approve a requested $60 billion military aid package, millions could die. CBS's Charlie Daggett reports tonight from Dnipro. The third year of the Russian invasion has begun much like the first week. Russia on the attack. Ukrainian defenses overwhelmed by superior firepower and manpower. A Ukrainian army spokesman said forces had to pull out from another village just west of the recently captured city of Avdivka. Forced to decide whether losing territory was less costly than losing more soldiers. At a conference in the capital over the weekend, President Volodymyr Zelensky for the first time revealed troop losses since the war began. 31,000 Ukrainian military personnel have been killed in this war, he said. Not 300,000, not 150,000, not whatever Putin and his deceitful circle have been lying about. But even U.S. military officials put the number at more than twice the Ukrainian president's figures. Pressed on former President Trump's statements about being undecided over which side should win the war, Zelensky told CNN. I think that he will have challenges with his society because to support Russia, it means be against Americans. And he warned that millions will die without continued support from the United States, saying that support must come soon. For now, President Zelensky is trying to rally support among European allies, Nora. But he said the European Union has only delivered around a third of one million artillery rounds promised by March. He said the Russians are planning a massive counteroffensive by early summer. It's a key moment. Charlie Daggett, thank you. Well, tonight, the DEA is ratcheting up its efforts on the fentanyl crisis by cracking down on the use of pill presses, a device that can churn out thousands of deadly pills an hour. The agency is warning e-commerce sites to regulate those purchases under current law. eBay recently agreed to pay a whopping $59 million fine after the Justice Department alleges the presses are too easy to buy online. CBS' Nicole Skanga goes in-depth with an exclusive look at the DEA's efforts. This is the latest front in the DEA's fight against fentanyl, a high-speed pill press machine. This one can produce approximately 100 pills per minute. The DEA's Scott Olton says this machine is capable of pumping out 6,000 illegal pills an hour. We see the entire gamut, pink, yellow, blue, purple. Hundreds of similar presses were seized by federal law enforcement last year. We seize these all over the U.S., whether it's the basement, a warehouse, a home, a garage, a hotel room. In a duplex-turned-drug lab in New York City, DEA says agents seized these presses along with 200,000 suspected fentanyl pills. In the last six months, we've seized pill presses in New York, in Massachusetts, in Mississippi, in Kentucky. It's an industrial machine. DEA Administrator Ann Milgram says many of the machines are purchased online. 
Today, the DEA is cracking down, telling the roughly 450 e-commerce sites to identify and report purchases as required under federal law. Who is buying these pill presses online? We have drug traffickers across the United States who are buying the pill presses. They have fentanyl, and they're using that fentanyl to make them into these fake pills. Drug dealers also buy fake designs mimicking real pills like oxycodone. How do criminals make counterfeit pills look real? So what they do is they buy specific dyes and punch kits that have the markings that mimic pharmaceutical preparations. Can I buy those online? Yes, you can. You can get it for approximately $40. A New York State intelligence bulletin obtained by CBS News assesses drug traffickers will likely increase domestic pill operations, driven by profits and the ability to maintain an undercover operation. It is the leading cause of death for 18 to 45-year-olds. Compounding an epidemic memorialized at DEA's headquarters. And just here you see a four-year-old, and then here there's a 70-year-old. Yeah, that's James Cox. He is the oldest person on the faces of fentanyl wall right now, forever 70. Sparing no demographic in America. Nicole Skanga, CBS News, Arlington, Virginia. Now to a potential murder mystery at sea. Officials in the Caribbean fear an American couple living aboard their yacht were thrown overboard. We've got the details next. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, We'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. There's a growing mystery tonight after an American couple went missing at sea in the Caribbean. Police in Grenada believe the first-time grandparents from Virginia were thrown overboard after their yacht was hijacked. We get the details now from CBS's Christian Benavides. Grenadian authorities identified the couple as Ralph Hendry and Kathy Brindell. Officials say the yacht was likely hijacked by three prisoners who escaped from a local jail. Information suggests that while traveling between Grenada and St. Vincent, they dispose of the occupants. Police say the couple was reported missing on February 18th, the same day the men escaped from custody in Grenada. Their yacht was found three days later on Brindell's 71st birthday, abandoned on a beach in St. Vincent. The students processed and found to be consistent with signs of violence. Several items were strewn on the deck and in the cabin, and a red substance that resembled blood was seen on board. I'm just uh, in deep grief about these losing these friends. Friends of Hendry and Brendel say they were seasoned sailors who loved to be on their yacht that they named Simplicity. The couple was vacationing in Grenada, where their boat was docked. The other boaters that were in this group 
with them down there said that they had they saw their boat at 10 p.m. when it was getting too dark to see anything and that was the last time that it was seen the men were taken back into custody in St. Vincent the day the boat was discovered Cristian Benavides CBS News Miami there are new images tonight from the surface of the moon that's next Students staged a walkout today at a high school in Oklahoma to honor the memory of 16-year-old Nex Benedict and to protest against bullying at the school. The non-binary student died earlier this month, the day after fighting with three other students at school. Police say that according to the medical examiner, it appears Benedict's death was not the result of physical trauma from the fight. A grim update tonight from the moon. The U.S. lunar lander named Odysseus that touched down on the moon last week is expected to shut down for good tomorrow after it runs out of solar power. Odysseus came down harder than expected and one of its legs got stuck in a ditch, causing it to tip over, as you can see in this newly released photo. It's the first American spacecraft to land on the moon in more than 50 years. Heart of America is next with the gift of a lifetime. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally, tonight's Heart of America, meet Ruth Gottesman, a retired professor at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. Since she joined the school in 1968, Gottesman, along with her late husband David, a successful Wall Street executive, established several major philanthropic projects. But her biggest gift yet was revealed today. I'm happy to share with you that starting in August this year, the Albert Einstein College of Medicine will be tuition-free. Oh, the goosebumps, her whopping $1 billion donation, one of the largest to an educational institute in this country, will cover the cost of tuition for every future student. It is important to note that the medical school's location, the Bronx, is one of the poorest counties in the country. The retired professor hopes her gift will provide opportunities for students who might have once thought medical school was out of reach because of the price tag. Ruth Gottesman, tonight's Heart of America. And as you can see, she stole my heart. Just what an amazing gift. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app 
or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.